Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Today's episode is going to talk about the importance of knowing that your will is set towards the power of Holy Spirit. It's not just your willpower. So it's important to take a listen. I think you'll be strongly encouraged. So I hope it takes you deeper with him and you can connect more with me. everybody here we are together again on tent talk how do you know how do you know what your real desires are i have been thinking about this quite a bit and as i talk with people as i listen to them oftentimes there is this perplexing notion that somehow they have to produce their own proper, right, spiritual desires. I want to say to you, God has not left you nor me in charge of our salvation. When we begin to look into this magnificent well that is called our salvation, Isaiah 12.3 says we can draw from it with great joy Why? Because we begin to discover there is everything there in our salvation, in the new nature, in the inheritance of Christ that we have received everything of him, everything of him, his nature, his mind, his ability to trust the father. We have been given, oh, so great a salvation. And yet there we are oftentimes just drudging through, dragging our knuckles on the ground as though we've got to produce the love for God. We've got to somehow be able to, you know, trust him and to be able to understand him that we have sometimes, you know, come under the illusion, under the spell that somehow We are the ones who are going to do all of that. Wake up, my dear friends. Wake up. God has supplied truly all of your need. He has put the desires of the Spirit in your new spirit that He gave you when you were born again. You see, you don't have to create your salvation. You do not earn it, but you also do not create it. You do not custom design it. You do not go pick and choose. You do not muster up so that somehow you then will be able to boast and be prideful about what you have done, the great faith that you have. Now, I want you to hear the way I'm saying that because that is how self talks. And yes, I am a hound after it. Because it wraps its tentacles around the sons of the living God and whispers to them, you can do it, 
you can do it. And then when you can't, it stomps on you and tells you what a low down, dirty dog you are because you couldn't do it. Don't ride that roller coaster, dear sons of God. Do not do it. Get off. Get off right now in the name of Jesus. Step off by the power of the Spirit and begin to look into the well of salvation that He has fully provided and is so glad to do it. He is a Father. They are a Godhead, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who have delighted to share themselves with you to make everything possible. You see, all of the desires of the Spirit are now within your spirit. So when he says, I have willed it and performed it, he means, I have given you the will of it, the desire of it. It is within your new nature, and I then will perform it by Holy Spirit. He has made the new man new with new desires. That's why the desires of the flesh are not yours. They may still be able to make a surge and make a move within the soul and body, but my friends, you are spirit. And I am going to talk long enough to give Holy Spirit opportunity to be able to wield that sharp sword of the Word of God to be able to come and separate between spirit, soul, and body, as he says in Hebrews 4.12, it is the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. And when the Holy Spirit wields it, you will not be left clueless. You will not be left confused. Now, if you go in trying to poke on it with a little bit of word and you're studying here and you're studying there without the fire revelation of Holy Spirit upon the Word of God, you will probably just become puffed up or devastated, puffed up in all of your knowledge, or devastated that you can't understand a thing. But when Holy Spirit, who has been sent by your Father, comes and He begins to wield the Word in this redefined discipleship that I'm talking about, and I'm telling you, you're going to know you are Spirit. He separates you out. He begins to separate out that which is born of the soul, that which is emanating from the body. He begins to show you things that does not happen in one time. That happens uh, over time and increasingly so. Otherwise, you are just going to think, sure, I have a heart for God. I just love the things of God. No, no, no. I'm talking about loving God. I'm talking about you were made for the Father. I'm talking about dwelling in oneness with them in the secret place and that you have not only an unbelievable, immeasurable confidence in who God is, but He then in turn gives you uh, an amazing confidence in the new heart with which He has given you. Because then, my friends, the devil can come and he can try to manipulate you, threaten you, shame you, do whatever he wants to do, and you will not give him the time of day. Because you know, by the education that your father has given you, that's what discipleship is, is he has educated you the same way that he educated Jesus as Jesus grew up. Jesus began to discover by the Spirit and by the Word who he was. He began to live and move by the word that was spoken straight from the Father's mouth to him, and he would pick up the scriptures and read them. 
So the same way that he came is how you're going to come. But you have to know that they have provided for you the desires of the Spirit. So when you go into Galatians 5, let's say 16 and 17, and it talks about that the desires of the flesh are completely opposed to the desires of the Spirit, and the Spirit is completely set against the flesh, my friends. You have to know you are on the side of the Spirit, and you and He together will take sides against your own flesh as He reveals it to you as you continue on. And then you will know the desires of your real true heart. See, many times we're thinking, well, I've worked hard for God, and I know He's going to give me the desires of my heart. I would venture to say there might still be a bit of self that's operative in that, and at least something of the ignorance of our understanding of what we're talking about. My friends, you have a new heart and a new spirit, and it wants God and everything that he's about. That is your core nature now. That is your truest nature as a son to the Father. And this is then where you get to decide if now according to the desires of the Spirit that you really do want the will of God. I mean, you are the will of God, right? So, of course, you want the will of God. And then you can begin to exercise your will that's in the soul. That's just your, like, chooser. It's not your wanter. Your wanter is in the Spirit, man. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady. Your chooser, this powerful weapon of your will, is now you can choose to set your will towards the power of Holy Spirit and he will enable you, he will cause you to go after God. You must make the decision but out of who you really are by an act of your will. But it is not your willpower. It is not. And I hope you're coming to the end of just your gutsy, tenacious willpower. Now, my friends, this may sound like just a little play on words, but it is not. It is your will set towards the Spirit and the desires of the Spirit. Your will set towards then the Holy Spirit who will empower you to live according to who you really are and what you truly desire. For he has willed it and he will perform it. Oh, he does it all. And then we get to choose if we're going to go with who we already are, what is already true of us. Do not let flesh, self, and the enemy drag you off in a shady corner somewhere and convince you that you don't really want the will of God or that you're going to begin to twist and flip the will of God and call it something um, that it isn't just so that you can satisfy fleshly desires. So can you tell now that I know a little something of which I speak? You see, I did not learn this by studying the Greek. I made a few trips to a shady corner, and then the Greek came alive to me because Holy Spirit had to woo me home. He had to speak to me. He had to sever me from flesh and self in the most beautiful and brutal way. And now I will speak of it all day long. His goodness, 
owe his goodness to literally throw the power of the cross into us in such a way that it will literally bring us out from the depth of darkness that we have walked into. And though we are called sons of light, we keep dabbling in darkness. Mm. My friends, I hope you're going to think about this. I do not want you to only hear the message of the withered hand and think it only has something to do with a hand, a physical hand, which it did. But in what I'm about to say to you, I want you to listen carefully, my friends. You have to know that your desires are born of the Spirit because you are born of Holy Spirit. And then you set your will towards who you really are and you begin to strengthen your will towards the Spirit. You strengthen it by stretching it out towards the Spirit. You see, we don't have withered hands. We have withered wills. Now, and I'm talking about towards the Spirit. And this is why in my last episode, you heard me talk about the habitual Versus the occasional. If we're going to live habitually walking in the Spirit, which is our inheritance, it is our call, it is our way of life, that is the norm for the sons of the living God, then, my friends, we've got to begin to set our will towards and keep moving it towards the Spirit more and more. If you could see me in my office right now, I'm stretching my hand out. I can't talk about it without doing it. But I know that it's, it looks like I'm just stretching out my hand, but I'm stretching out my will towards you, Holy Spirit. I choose to walk as who I am with you. And to habitually walk in the Spirit is Holy Spirit and you taking a walk. It is called your life. You see, my friends, if you Let your will remain withered towards the Spirit. I assure you, it is very strong towards the flesh. It's going to go one way or the other. And this is why God has to bring in the power of the cross, the deep workings to break us of our dependency upon the flesh. Because we have exercised our will towards it so often that the muscle is just huge. And we go to the flesh without even knowing it. Why? Because it's habitual. We've been habitually going after it. We get there before we even realize we're there. We stay there three days before we awaken and realize I'm in the same pit. I I prayed on Sunday. I didn't want to go this way. I was determined to do better. This, my friends, is a part of the subtlety of self's seduction. Is my friends, you're not going to do better. That is not possible, but you could depend more and you could know where your true desires are and start exercising your will, though it may feel like it's just a whisper of a will, right? Just a, I can just barely reach over there. Oh, my friends, still do it because whatever a man sows to, that's what he will reap and God will not be mocked. If you reach towards the spirit, you will, if you sow, I'm sorry, if you sow towards the spirit, you will reap, you will reap from the spirit, reach towards it. Even though today you may feel weak, ashamed, you may feel so 
defiled that you think it, I couldn't possibly, you, you may have tried so many times, you think I cannot bear the exertion towards failure one more time. But what I'm saying to you is not do the same old, same old that you've been doing. What I'm saying is reach towards your true desires. Set your will towards the Spirit. Set your will towards Holy Spirit, who then empowers your decision. You can read it in the Old Testament, Ezekiel 36, 26, and 27. He said, I'm going to put a new heart and a new spirit within you, and moreover, I'm going to put my Holy Spirit within you, and he will cause you to keep my commandments. You see, that was prophesying into the new birth. Holy Spirit doesn't make me, he doesn't force me, but once I decide out of my new heart and new desires, he will cause me to keep those commandments. He enables me. He is my ever-present power. Now, if you're on a mountaintop today and you're in the zenith and euphoria of your own willpower and you don't think you're ever going to have any trouble ever, ever, ever again, then you hold on to this podcast for when that crashes and burns because it surely will. I'm talking about going to an entirely new source, who you are as the new man and to Holy Spirit. And he will invigorate you like never before. And it will be steadfast and it will burn all day and all night steady as she goes. I'm not saying there won't be highs and lows in your experiences, but the more that you exercise your will towards Holy Spirit, it becomes strengthened and it will become habitual and you will walk in the Spirit and it will be your way of life and you will be to the Father who you were always meant to be and you will be to your generation and to your family and to yourself who you were always meant to be. This, my friends, is key and integral. If you hear yourself say, I'm just not sure I want the will of God. I'm just not sure I really want to do that. I'm going to say, Holy Spirit, the moment they say it, shine the light on it and expose that for what it is. Begin to reveal to them, Holy Spirit, that they have new desires in the Spirit. That is true of who they are. Reveal to them, do what you do, Holy Spirit, for the sons of God. Begin to cut and divide, sift and separate, Holy Spirit. And do this work and present us mature to the Father. This hour of history is crying out, these are things, my friends, that happen in your private practice room before you come out as a sharp instrument, as an unbelievable weapon in the hands of God and take your place among the many-membered symphony, the many-membered body of Christ. Maybe you should read that in 1 Corinthians 12 in the Message Bible. It's fantastic. You see, my friends, it's in the private place of the will that so many things begin to be activated. 
but you must set your will towards the Spirit, who you are in the Spirit, and to Holy Spirit, who empowers you to live out your true desires. Stop referring and referencing your soul and body, trying to catch a feeling, just catch a little thought here or there. You must know by the Spirit who you are. And I pray that today has provoked you in that direction. Oh, how I pray. I pray that as you hear this, that it does provoke you. You've been listening to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCready. Now let me share with you a couple of things I'd like for you to do. Number one, go and give Tent Talk Podcast with Nancy McCready a five-star rating. Write a review that would really encourage someone to come in and listen to any of the episodes that are available. So that's what writing a review is about. It's not just about complimenting me. It is about real people uh, encouraging others to come on in under the big tent of God's presence and to be able to hear things that if they're encouraging to you, it's more than likely they'll be encouraging to other people. So I would truly appreciate you doing those two things. Five-star rating so that we can increase our audience so that they'll begin to push it a little bit more within the social media world. And then if you would write a review. The next thing is, is I'd like to encourage you to go over to my dear friend, Pastor Colby Hill's podcast called The Big Life and uh, check out all of his episodes. Now, recently he and I did a two-part conversation where he interviewed me. I usually interview him here, but he was interviewing me and I would encourage you to go over and check that out, but really check out all of his episodes. They are really really, really good. And I know that you would very, very much receive from them, I think, some things that will help you even more uh, as you continue to walk with God. I also want to encourage you, go to our new portal. We have launched the theproducersway.com. If you go in, you'll see there are two opportunities. One is you can click on and join the free Facebook group called The Producers Way, or you can step into the portal, The Producers Way Online School and Community, where you'll be able to check out and purchase uh, online courses that I'm doing. Eventually, we'll have some uh, inner circles there, memberships, things that you can uh, check out and do. You can also put in your email, and that way you'll receive the Producer's Way weekly newsletter. It's an email video that I do. So there's a lot over there, over at theproducersway.com. Go check it out. We've been working on it for months. We're going to continue to build. Uh, these are days where we've got to get this work, this message out to as many people as we can. So I'm so glad that we were together today. And until next time, I love you all. If you'd like information on how to book Nancy McCready for an event or speaking engagement, visit nancymccready.com.